0: Stacey and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any
1: professional advice here. (laughs) That's right. We are just here to share our journey so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably.
0: Let's be that. (laughs) Sounds good.
1: So, Stacey. Mm -hmm. Devin. How are you?
0: You know, I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) I said, you know, again. Yeah, I can't get away from it. Uh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what, why I do that, but I have my things that I always say. Like I oh. have a friend <laughs> named Gaden that lives in Florida. And every single time I mention his name, I'm like, Gaden from Florida? <laughs> James is like, you know, there aren't that many people named Gaden. So
1: like, we if know. you say Gaden, we know I know he's from Florida. <laughs> can't help it. It's like the uh, character in Doctor Who that was always like, I'm a, uh, oh shoot, what was her name? One was just like, I'm whatever, Prime Minister or whatever, and I was like, yes, we oh, know yeah. who you are. I can't remember yes. her name, it's going to drive me crazy, but anyway, uh, yes. yeah, it's like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, well, I'm sorry that you're just doing okay and not doing like fantastic, I'm a, uh, Kind of in the same boat okay. as you. I'm like, oh I, feel, no. I feel like this week has been a series of Mondays. Um, oh, so you know, it's to yeah, yeah that's bad. It's uh, <laughs> hasn't been great, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm, uh, I mean, it's not like the thing about it is, whenever I get like, I'm just kind of in a funk, and when I'm in a funk, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't matter, it's not like bad things happen it's not yeah. like great things happen but they're just kind of like mediocre things like but i just can't yeah i don't know i'm just like trudging around like i'm in mud and that's like how uh, i feel um yeah and it's just hard to get out of it so i don't know uh it's not you know it's not nothing new i had it a lot uh over the last year and a half and you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm guessing i'll continue to have it but it's just been—it's been a hard week for that reason. Just because all I've wanted to yeah. do is like lay on the couch and sleep. I'm just like I don't want to do anything. Um, <laughs> but it's all right. I'm sure it will. There, I'm sure there will be a light at the end of the tunnel soon. Because yes, uh, otherwise I'm going to get really frustrated. <laughs> yeah, I don't like yeah. being in the. I don't like being in this phase of brain no. brain phase. I was
0: talking to this uh, person today, and they were saying that, um, you know, throughout their life, they've kind of had a hectic, or I guess when they were younger, they had a hectic life. And now um, when things, they continue to kind of have a hectic life, and when things are falling apart, they're just, like, chill and kind of like, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) uh, yeah, that's just how things are. But then when things are going well, they have, like, bad anxiety because they're like yeah. okay when's something gonna go wrong yes, What's gonna happen? I when- totally yes i totally
1: identify with that i totally identify with that. yeah it's like yeah. if things are going too good you're just like okay this ain't yeah you know, when's the when's the shoe gonna fall because <laughs> yep exactly you know, it's it's never gonna ever be able to be perfect like that's, that's right that doesn't happen to people like us uh no. i totally understand
0: <laughs> yeah yeah, I, I thought it made total sense mm-hmm. uh, when you think about it when you're so used to the chaos that when you don't have chaos, then you're just like something where's where is the chaos? Like, right? Like it's
1: supposed to be here <laughs> right. I will share a happy story though because I um, okay, I you know I September was all about running for mm-hmm. in order to to culminate in this uh, kids run in 5k that I had planned for the first mm-hmm. weekend in October. So I did mm-hmm. do that. And okay. it was interesting because initially I was going to take the whole family. So it was going to be me and Thomas and Kes and Kai. And Thomas was going to mm-hmm. kind of walk with Kai. And I was going to
0: mm-hmm.
1: run with Kes in the kids run. And then they were going to probably go home with Thomas. And I was going to do the 5K by myself. But yeah. what ended up happening was Kai got like, I don't know. She, she just started to Kai. Uh, k- kai is a verb that means acting in a bizarre kind of way <laughs> that only Kai okay, does okay. that's the uh, that is yes. what that means. And okay. so she was like my leg hurts and I don't want to run and I don't want to do the walk and so I I talked to Cass and I talked to Thomas and so Kai stayed home. She actually got to have a little like slumber party by herself with Nana and Peppa which was nice cuz okay. She never yeah. gets to have one-on-one time with them so she got to do that and Kess said that she would do the 5k with me too so Mm -hmm. we ended up going to the run and i registered her for the 5k as well and so we ran we ran for the most part the kids run and then Mm -hmm. we uh mostly walked the 5k but still we did four miles in a day so that Heck was yeah. that was not nothing. And we did run like at the very right. beginning and the very end of the first game. Yeah. <laughs> um I, uh, but then we walked I saw through. your pictures.
0: I um Yeah. I don't I don't get I still don't get on Instagram very often, but when I do I, I look at like three postings and yours was at the top. And so um <laughs> it was nice to, it was like a really great picture where you guys, I guess you're running across the finish line. Uh-huh. And you're kind of side by side running. <laughs> yes.
1: She's a little bit ahead of yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, She was very... It was just a... It was cute. great. And it was really neat because she... You know, the the route of the 5K goes through the campus of the University of Tennessee, which is where I went to grad school. And so as yeah. we were walking and she was asking about what the buildings were, and I was like, oh, well, this is the college. And this is where mommy went to grad school. And then we talked about, like, the different types of studying that you could do and what buildings they're in and what the buildings were and dorms. And, like, you know, kind of got to explain college to her, which was yeah. Yeah, cool. And then, you know, we just... It was just a really nice bonding time. And then at the end of it, I got free beer, which I'm always a fan, fan of. And um, and you nice. know, we got some like there was there were these food trucks there, and there was one, oh, I can't remember what it's called, I had to see if I can find it, but it was like a waffle um, specialty waffle food trucks. And mm. so like I got a um, an Elvis, so I got waffles with peanut butter, bananas, and bacon oh wow (laughs) and she just got like a plain waffle but it was we got to eat our waffles I got to drink my beer and we sat out on the lawn of the World's Fair Park and listened to live music Mm -hmm. and one of her friends from school was there and they chased each other around you know until (laughs) you know the moon came up and the stars came out and it was just really nice it was just a really nice nice evening and we got to have that time together and I don't know, it was just cool. So, you know, yeah. we got to do something that was healthy and then we got to like just spend, you know, time together being in a space, you know, that was not home. Right. And that yeah. was that was really cool too. So yeah, so that was that was a that was a glimmer of light in an otherwise uh whatever kinda Yeah. <laughs> week. But that's okay. Um But it's good. I'm hoping to try to do more of stuff like that with her and hopefully with Kai too. I got to get Kai on board with, even if it's yeah. just like walking and like looking at nature right. or something. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah,
0: that that's the fun part when I guess when they start to get a little older and you get to actually go do fun things with them and right. they, you know, yeah.
1: Yeah. That was kind of my thought because it was like, I literally for her, I mean, there was, a, there was not very many people there um, yeah. It was very not crowded, which is huh. un- uncommon for these yeah. events. But that's because I'm guessing everybody was trying to be safe. So yeah. because of that, we had like virtually the whole um lawn to ourselves she could go anywhere in world's fair park and i could see what she was doing so i didn't have to hover over her and i didn't have to worry about Mm -hmm. her you know whatever getting away from me where i couldn't see her so she had a lot of freedom to just like run around and play and be a kid but she's also old enough to where i don't worry about her like i don't know stumbling into a strange van or so you know like <laughs> right she's, right she's uh she knows where i am she knows how to come to get me she knows how to take care of herself you know and uh yeah and so it was just nice because i could just like sit there and talk to the other parents and relax and drink and just like mm-hmm. enjoy my time and not freak out about everything and that was really nice <laughs> and Yeah, it was like this is what i want <laughs> <laughs> exactly I, exactly so it was like i've been very modeling i guess about the kids getting older and um especially kai because she's my baby baby and she's gonna be five and yeah. in, in uh, february and but now it's just like you know there's some really good things to look forward to <laughs> yes yeah like, being able to like have my own life alongside them sounds really awesome as opposed mm-hmm. to like having to do everything separate so yeah, that'll be that'll be cool. So, my plan for this weekend is to if the weather is good, take them up to uh Lake Norris and um Norris Dam State Park and find some places to kind of hike around and look at stuff and then go to CRB. <laughs> okay, yep. That sounds good. Um so that's my I plan. I miss CRB. I know. I'm drinking uh CRB right now. I'm drinking a um 20 almost 29 pound brown um, oh yes so you
0: mean like this this time this episode when we've a, we didn't ask each other what we're drinking in the very first like you're not drinking wine
1: and we, <laughs> we haven't talked about it yet <laughs> i'm actually drinking something interesting and cool but that's okay yeah, yeah. It, t- it ties into the story so that's yeah, true it's perfect but that is yeah what, that is what i'm drinking what are you drinking stacy
0: <laughs> i'm i'm drinking beer also i'm drinking another natty bow as they oh, say here. oh yeah
1: yeah yeah natty, natty bow yeah
0: natty bow so have, we got
1: um do they have like a special accent for that <laughs> i don't know actually
0: nobody has said anything about it and like so i don't know, uh, you know i mean i guess at work we don't really talk about beer a lot but you know nobody's been like oh you gotta try the natty bow <laughs> you know <laughs> so um we just kind of looked it up on the internet and was like oh i guess we'll try this and um we wanted to watch the ravens football game and last sunday and they won so that was exciting and um, uh so yeah we picked
1: up a six-pack hold on you're talking uh, about sports ball (laughs) that's the the football team (laughs) is that the football team for the for the baltimore's (laughs) yes for the (laughs) The baltimore the baltimore's ravens yep ravens is that professional or school NFL, yeah, NFL, okay, yeah, the pro, pro Ravens, yeah, what color?
0: Yeah, what's the color? Purple, purple. Yay! I can get behind that. Yeah, yeah, and it's Ravens because of Edgar Allan Poe.
1: Oh, I can get behind some Ravens, some Uh purple Ravens. uh Yep. See, look up the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Mm -hmm. The Edgar Allan Poe Ravens. Neat. Yeah. And
0: I think they actually have something like their live mascot. You know how some football teams bring live mascots on the field. Yes, I think they have a live Raven. I can't remember if his r- name is. Oh my god! I can't remember if his name is Poe or mascot. if they have three and it's Edgar Allan Poe.
1: Yeah, I'm looking does this it, up. <gasps> okay, It's Raven mascot of the Baltimore Ravens football team. Oh my god! Well, and what is it? Licker. Does it say it's what his name is? Um, because I, I think it's maybe it, it's like all right since hatching in 1998 poe mm-hmm. and the ravens have gone together like crab cakes and football Known for his <sighs> loyalty to charm city and anything maryland poe will eagerly show his pride for his home state home city and state so yeah poe is poe, the name okay nice of the Ravens. yeah yeah that's so cool yeah oh my god this so, is like a cool looking football team <laughs> yes Oh and he has a book There's a junior flock Well there's a junior flock activity center On this uh, Baltimore Ravens mascots Page and uh, The Raven has a book And it's like check out Poe's favorite Jokes coloring pages (laughs) and more (laughs) And there's purple Fridays okay if I I would be into football if this Was my um, This is so much better than orange I'm not I'm just gonna Say it I'll get canceled for <laughs> that one. I know. Right. Yeah. I'm looking up. Okay, hold on. Here's Poe's favorite jokes. Are you ready? Yep. <laughs> why, why did the cookie go to the hospital? Why? Because he was feeling crummy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> why didn't the skeleton go to the dance? Why not? Because he had no body to dance with. Oh. But don't don't. Okay, all right. Anyway, that's enough of that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I got distracted. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's okay. Oh, uh, Poe might need to work on his little jokes his, there well. I mean, you know, that's that is true, but he yeah Edgar Allan Poe was not a a comedian. <laughs> turns out, no. So. No, not at all. So there's that.
0: Um, yeah, so um yeah, so we're pretty excited uh, to get behind, and they're actually pretty good. So, um, yeah, we're pretty excited. But we got a six-pack of Tallboys, so the, um, mm. I guess, like 16-ounce beers instead of the normal 12-ounce beers.
1: Oh, nice. Uh,
0: yeah. so well, That sounds
1: good. Yeah. Well, excellent. Well, speaking of you being in a new place and, and, and doing new things... Um, I, you know, our topic today is to actually discuss the fact that, you know, <laughs> you could just like pick up and change your life. It's like, that's a thing that is possible that people could do. And yeah, I don't know. It's just, you know, one of the things that came up I think in like our friends conversations whenever you were uh talking about oh hey I got this new job and now I'm just gonna move like <laughs> was can you just do that like how do you do that because it seems so overwhelmingly like impossible <laughs> for yeah for you know for me and I'm sure other people too it just seems like mm-hmm. such a um such a hard thing to do and so i was interested to kind of get your perspective on it and maybe you could explain like give us some tips and tricks like if you want to change your life you know yeah don't let this hold you back and instead you should yeah. do this so okay yeah so tell us a little bit about like i don't know your experience and and some of the challenges that you face and stuff like that and I'll i'll hop in with commentary okay. or thoughts or questions okay sure yeah so I guess,
0: let me preface this by saying that, um, it is really easy for us, but I think it's easy for us because we are the, uh, we are the perfect setup for this. So, obviously, we don't have kids. Yeah. So, we don't have to worry about pulling them in or out of school. Um, James has a remote job, so he doesn't have to quit his job and find a new one every time we move. Right. Um, we, for some weird reason, we've always tended to get tired of houses after. Like, we live in a house for two or <laughs> three years and then we move. That's Even true. When we lived in Knoxville. That's we did true. That. I I um, remembered that now. <laughs> yes. So we get bored easily. This is like our fifth or sixth house that we will be buying, and <laughs> uh, we've we've been married uh, thirteen years. Mm-hmm. So um, yep. Uh, um, anyway, so. I think part of when I say it's easy, I think it is because we are just kind of set up to do it.
1: Right. We, right. we are
0: minim We are minimalist by nature. Not like not true minimalist, like, you know, act the people that actually practice minimal-
1: minimalism. <laughs> right.
0: But we don't have a lot of um, furniture or trinkets or even art on the wall. We've had people come over to our house when we still lived in Knoxville. We've had people come over to our house and be like, Oh, did you just move in? Yeah. You know, like, like, like you kind of bear and we were like nope this is just our stuff <laughs> you know right right um so you know like so i just want to say that so when i'm saying it's easy i don't want people to be like man is she crazy you know or whatever <laughs> um
1: but so you're like you're, said, you're acknowledging the fact that you're you're kind of talking you're you're coming at it from a place of privilege for these reasons yes 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 yes, that makes sense. yes.
0: yeah Um, But all that being said, I will say that it was a lot easier than I expected. And this is um, just for some history. um, This is my second time just picking up and moving randomly. (laughs) Um, The first time I did have longer. I had six months to kind of I got a new job, but I didn't have to move until six months later. Right. Right. So that was a little easier because we had some time to kind of like plan and kind of think things through and then kind of like look around at some properties and stuff like that. So it wasn't quite as hectic. Right. Um, But this time I got the job and then I moved. I left 10 days later. Yeah. And was and had to take everything I could because I didn't know if or when I was ever coming back. Right. Um and right now i have I have not gone back, so I assume I'll go back when we actually sell our house to go pack it up, but other than that, yeah, wow, so yeah, um so I guess like I guess I'll start by just saying like originally, I was really hesitant to leave um it was kind of scary, even I didn't know where I was going, right, so it was just a fact right. of I had told my work, I was not um relocatable and I was just going to stick it out and see what opportunities were in Knoxville and that was that right and then the thing that actually happened that kind of made me think okay maybe I could move away for a little bit is my um I was really close to my papaw and when he passed um it was kind of like okay you know like there's nothing if I'm going to go and I was kind of frustrated with my career at the time because I right. hit a ceiling at the location I was at so um I was kind of like, Okay, well now's my chance. Like my parents are still young enough that I can move away and still like come back later or and get back by the time I need to take care of them or you know, they can still come visit me and I can come visit them and um, you know, things like that. So I didn't feel attached or like tied down. Right. And so I told I told my work, like, Yeah, okay, I can relocate and then I got an opportunity to move to Chicago And uh, it was really scary coming from Knoxville because Chicago is known (laughs) for, you know, everyone knows it as like, oh, it's such a big city and it's dangerous. Right, right, yeah. And that's what we thought too. And we also thought like, oh man, what about Midwesterns? We didn't know anything about Midwesterns. And we were like, what if they're mean? You know, they're north of us. Are they going to be rude? (laughs)
1: they yanked Yankees up there. (laughs) That's right.
0: (laughs) Um, So, you know, there was all these unknowns, but it was like, I am, of course, we've talked about this plenty of times, but I'm driven by a uh, career and money, honestly. And so, right. um, so I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to advance in my career, I've, I've got to take a leap of faith. And so off we went. Wow. Um, yeah. And, uh, so that's one thing, but now this time, <laughs> uh, oh, and then we ended up really loving Chicago. Like, it's a a great city. It's not as dangerous, and especially the part that we were in, it was a very nice town, but the, um, it's not as dangerous as people make it sound. There are dangerous parts, but they're, but you just, you know, you just know where not to go, you know? Right, right, right. Kind of thing, and the city is so cool, and we just loved it, and I still am sad that we are moving already, but, um, but anyway, so then this time, like I said, I got the job and then 10 days later I had to pick yeah. up and leave. Now that was a little bit of a whirlwind yes. because, uh, it was, oh my gosh, I got this job. We got to go to like Lowe's tonight and go get some boxes for me to start packing up some of my stuff. Right. Um, and so, and then I walked through every room of the house and determined like, okay, Because two things, I wanted to bring two things, anything I needed, but then also anything that was sentimental in some way that if it got broken or if it went missing, I would be really upset.
1: Right, right.
0: So I brought some funny things. Like, for example, I brought a measuring cup set because it was my grandmother's measuring cups. And, you know, that's something that's important to me. Not that it's not going to get broken, but if they lost that box, I would be really upset.
1: Right, exactly. 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 Yeah, so
0: it's kind of funny that I, I, you know, what's the necessities? (laughs) Measuring
1: cups.
0: (laughs) But anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, I walked around every room of the house and kind of determined what I needed to take and what I didn't. Then I packed it up and loaded it in my um, Subaru, and and then off I went. And then luckily, um, if I was single, I don't know how this would have worked out because they would have had to delay my transition date, I think, because – luckily james was able to hang back for two weeks and get the house ready to sell right he had to coordinate some repairs and get with the realtor and you know things like that so um if he hadn't done that i mean i probably i either would have had to do it remotely or i would have had to come back and forth more um, right which would have been been more stressful yeah but Also, I'm really fortunate in that my company provides a relocation package. Yes. So (laughs) like I say, I say like I can just pick up and move, but then they coordinate a hotel for me. They coordinate a temporary apartment for me, you know things like that. So I don't have to worry about like, oh crap, where am I going to stay and pay? Like I was in a hotel for two weeks. Could you imagine paying a hotel bill for two weeks? Yeah. That would be insane. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And so it's like, I don't, I didn't have to worry about any of that. So, but then you just get here and, um, you know, just kind of drive around and Google what's, you know, like what's around and ask especially since i'm going here for work right just talk to people at work and then ask you know what should i be doing and what's cool around here yeah they gave me a little gift basket of like some baltimore based things oh that's um, cool yeah um just to kind of get me acquainted and everything like that and then yeah i don't know you just kind of I don't know why, why, I guess, let me ask why you think it's scary. <laughs>
1: I was about to, I was about to say, ah, uh, yeah, I mean, you're like, I'll just drive around. Uh, I will say, can you imagine doing this without the internet? Like, that is one thing that sometimes no. I think about, like, you know, cause I remember, and I'm sure you do too, life before the internet was a thing, life before yes. you could just like look at stuff on your phone and figure out, you know, where could I eat or what could I do or Oh my gosh, yes. I cannot even imagine. Like, I know trying to pick up and go before you could do that kind of research. Uh, oh my gosh. No, anyway. I agree. We went to
0: um, when we first got together. We went to um, New York to visit his aunt for the. Uh, it was over Thanksgiving. Yeah, and that was when it was still the first iPhone. And yes, yes, there were Google Maps, but it it didn't like the tall buildings would disrupt the signal.
1: Right. And right.
0: It, well, like we were trying to use it, I remember, we were just trying to find a grocery store to buy uh, (laughs) stuff for Thanksgiving dinner. And um, we walked around this like same block, like three times, not realizing that we kept going in the same direction. Oh no. Yeah. And then we finally like ran into like this little, like, I don't know, it was some kind of like weird little Korean, I don't even know if it was a grocery store, just like a little hodgepodge market kind of thing. We were just bought some like random things and it was like yeah it was impossible like you could not use the like you just like so that was so difficult and we literally like probably just stayed in like a one block square maybe two block square right apartment because we yeah you couldn't you couldn't research anything
1: unless someone told you where something was I cannot even imagine like I remember going visiting New York without a cell phone like now that I'm thinking back Mm -hmm. on it I didn't have a cell phone that was a it was 2002, one, two, 2002. It was a year after yeah. um, the World Trade Center um, mm-hmm. situation. And so that was, um, yeah, like I didn't have a cell phone. Like I'm looking back on that yeah. now and I'm like, how did I figure out how to go play? <laughs> like, I know. And I yeah. spent, I did spend a lot of time walking and, I'm, and a lot of time not knowing exactly where I was. And mm-hmm. probably there was a lot of lady luck you know, smiling on me. Yeah. Um yep. because uh you know, we were just but I did have a friend, so it wasn't like I was doing it by myself. So I did have somebody yeah. who I was traveling with. But um anyway, yeah. I was just like, I guess you can go visit places without cell phones, but now yeah. I'm looking back on it but and we I'm also like, how did I do that? <laughs> yeah. You used to have to go, you used to have to search
0: it. It was like MapQuest and then right, you would print right. the yep. map and the directions yep. and that's how you got somewhere. Yes. Yes. Um, and then before computers, I don't know, I guess you just looked it up in the
1: phone book or something. I don't know, but <laughs> it's like, I know. not um, like I was using computers because it's like, I, um, we, I used Priceline to like get all the yeah. tickets and stuff, but um, but I mean, I didn't have a, I didn't have a laptop. I didn't have anything portable. No. So once I was there, I had no internet. Yeah. Um, and so, and that was, I don't remember it. I mean, cause it wasn't part of my life. So I didn't remember it being right. a problem. I was just like, oh, let's go down the street and see what it does. Um, yeah. <laughs> <so> maybe <laughs> my sense of, uh, my sense of wonder, maybe I'm, I'm more cautious now cause you know, I'm less inclined to just like pick up. I don't know, so here's...
0: I don't know, I think you... So I think, that's why I think it's funny that you think that, because um, there's plenty of stories where you're just like, yeah, I just kind of went, figured I'd figure it out when I got there. You know, like, you do that all the time. I'm like, because even this, like, leading up to it, um, you know, just super prepared. I was making lists. I was, you know, just like... Like, to the point of that the clothes I packed, one, I, I knew that I... I wasn't sure if I could wash my clothes in the hotel or not, but it was an extended stay, so I could have. But yeah. I wasn't sure if I could wash my clothes. So I packed um, enough clothes to have at least two weeks of uh, clothes without washing. And then also I packed all uh, black and gray and uh, that kind of tone clothes because that way I could mix and match yeah. uh, shirts and bottoms. And so I'd have like kind of different outfits. So like I planned it down to like that level. Wow. Of,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah of what i was doing i would have showed up with like one suitcase being like okay yeah (laughs) yeah
0: exactly and it just would have worked out fine so Uh, maybe i think you're more capable than you think you are i suppose so
1: here's so here's my you know small amount of um experience i guess with this sort of thing and and i guess the difference between you and me um when it comes to this sort of thing so Mm -hmm. like i grew up (laughs) <laughs> i moved i don't even know how many times so like once i mm-hmm. finally got to the point where i was like settled i mm-hmm. and this is true still to this day like i don't want to go in like i will stay somewhere mm. um yeah forever and i'm very attached to wherever it is that i am so yeah. i grew up in you know like home base was my grandparents house my mom moved everywhere all around tennessee all these different places out to new mexico for a while um And she, like, moved every single year. But my grandparents, from the time I was two, like, stayed in one spot. And so their home was, like, home base. And so after my grandfather died and, um, you know, my grandmother couldn't really keep up the farmhouse, uh, Mm -hmm. she sold it. And so that was, like, my first major, you know, in my adulthood, like, whatever, rattling my life because I was living kind of in the same spot that I'd always lived and then she was leaving and so I was like, well, I guess I'll go move here and I had just graduated college. Now, one of my options at that time, now, you know, she was moving homes, the the farmland was going away and I had gotten accepted into the college of my dreams for grad school. It was um, Naropa University which is in Aurora, Colorado. I was gonna say I never even heard of that. No, it's um so it is a um fine arts college that in like the writing program is called the Jack Kerouac School <gasps> of Disembodied oh. Poetics. <laughs> um what? Wow. Okay. And I just oh my god, I was so in love with this school. I was so in love with the school and I wanted to go there so badly, but I was a single mom and I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like, I don't know anybody there. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't have any contacts. I don't have any friends. (laughs) I don't have any idea like where I would even begin. And of course, I had a special needs kid too. And I was like, how am I going to like support myself? Like how am I going to, you know, I want to, I really want to go to this grad program, but I, I have not the first clue about right. anything and so I decided not to do it I I ended up <gasps> my boyfriend at the time um, I moved in with him for a very like a year and mm-hmm. the idea was at the end of that year like because I delayed I, I did online with Naropa and I was okay. like I'll come out I'll come back you know like let me get stuff together and my boyfriend was supposed to move out there with me which would have made mm-hmm. it Better, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I would have had someone else to like help support me and whatever, um, and uh, and help take care of Ashlyn and all that. And um, yeah, but they about six months into the to me living with with him was like, oh, uh, you know what? I don't really feel like I want to move out to Colorado. And I was like, wow. Well, okay. <laughs> So I had to come up with a plan oh. B, which is why I ended up at, at UT Knoxville. And it all worked out okay. because I love Knoxville and I, I love my experience there. And it, you know, but, mm-hmm. you know, but that's like one big question mark in my life. Right. Because that was like, that was the school of my dreams. That was the one place yeah. I really wanted to go. I got accepted. Um, and it just seemed absolutely perfect for me at the time. Um, and my life would have been very different. I mean, I don't. Think it would have been better but it would have been very different mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah and so you know i always wonder like what you know why did i let that hold me back you know why didn't i just go right and you know figure it out after i got there yeah so i don't know but that's so that's one situation in my life where that has come up and ever and then the next one i guess was after i finished grad school um you know or as I was finishing up I was trying to figure out what my next mm-hmm. steps were because when you major in English <laughs> it's like <laughs> yes tell well, me how great it is yes yes You're just like well you can either get your PhD or mm-hmm. you can go figure out something else <laughs> <laughs> right You can start at ground zero on a different career. Right, exactly. Um, And so I was like, well, you know, I really like teaching and I really like academics. But if you do that and you really want to make a name for yourself or you really want to progress and get like a tenured position at a university, you have to be willing to just like pick up and move to wherever. Right. 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 And I was like, uh, and by then, of course, I'd gotten really attached to this little town, you know, Knoxville. Yeah Um, Mm because it was, you know, interesting enough and diverse enough and and liberal enough to be, like, cool and, like, I felt comfortable and not like I was living in the Backwoods Mountains. But also, it was still in the mountains. So it was, like, still in Appalachia and still, like, my home. And my family was still, you know, within driving distance. And um, I was just like, well, no, I think I'm just going to stay. And, uh and yeah, and so that was kind of what drove me to choose the the life that I chose, which was, yeah. you know, working at a company and <laughs> you know, and it, not to say that it didn't all work out because like, you know, I I have a good job. My I've got a great, you know, life. I've got a good husband, uh, great kids, you know, more kids mm-hmm. than I had before. Um, <laughs> I live in a beautiful house out in out in the mountains like i always wanted like Mm -hmm. you know i i I have the life that i always wanted so (laughs) you know like i don't really think that i did anything wrong but the things that caused me to not take the leaps that i could have taken were it was that fear of like actually moving someplace else that i was not familiar with so yeah um I don't know, and I guess that's, because for me, I know, and and to your point, like, I can do random stuff all the time, Mm -hmm. and logistics don't necessarily scare me, except going to Colorado with no money, with a kid, did scare me. (laughs) Well, Um, yeah. (laughs) But, but, you know, like, thinking about um, things like, just like the emotional, like, it's very important to me to have... A network of people that i can go to or to have um you know family close by or friends close by that i could turn to if something explodes right like right. yeah i i i feel like i have to have somebody close by <laughs> that i can go to for these things and i guess like, how do you deal with that? Because you don't have any contacts where where you are and you didn't have any contacts in Chicago other than work. So like, how do you deal with that emotional like uprooting and being someplace completely alone? I mean, I don't know. That's how I felt anyway. Yeah,
0: well, I think um, it the Internet helps a lot because yeah. I really don't feel like, even though I've moved away, and I definitely miss seeing, like, you know, you guys in person, but I feel like I've still had a very good connection with all my friends back home because we have, we had weekly game nights, or, of course, we still record this podcast, and... Um, We've even done some video chats with the group, you know, and things like that. And so I feel way more connected than I think people pre-internet, you know, or even pre like Discord or FaceTime or whatever. Um, So that has helped tremendously. Um, Now, I will say, especially like, so a lot of my social interaction, I kind of get enough. I'm not not a super social butterfly, but I get enough at work to to sustain me. But it was a little hard during quarantine because, um, like, you know, I I, like literally had nobody at all. Like I wasn't getting to see the people at work or anything. And that, that was kind of hard. So I think I didn't realize that I missed that physical, uh, like in-person socialization. Right. Um, I did miss that a little bit, but, um, also the, well, the interesting thing is, so we you know, occasionally something would pop up and we would need somebody to do something. And normally you would call a friend or you would call your parents and they'd kind of come over and help you with something. And, um, we had a couple of times where we didn't or needed somebody and (laughs) we ended up leaning on our dog walker a lot. (laughs) So we, it was really funny because we met this dog walker by accident. And what happened was when we lived in the apartment originally, uh, James had called a different dog walker. I think we had used like Wag or something.
1: Okay. And
0: so James had gone downstairs to meet the Wag walker, and um, wag
1: walker. this <laughs> Wag 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 says, walker. The Wag walker sounds like a character in The Walking Dead. <laughs> or the yeah, wag it does. Walker.
0: <laughs> the Wag walker. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so James goes downstairs to meet this walker, and uh, ends up, this lady starts talking to him, this random lady, and okay. she's just like, yeah, she's like, hey, you know, blah, 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 and then she's like, what kind of dog do you have, you know, and and, he, and he's just like, man, this is weird, how did this lady know that I had a dog, and, you know, and like, uh, then finally she's like, yeah, so this, you know, this is, I don't know if she... Said, what time do you want me to come walk? I don't know. But anyway, it ended up, it was not our dog walker, but it ended up being a lady who owned her own dog walking service. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. And she was actually there to meet someone else. And she just thought James was this person. And so she said, oh, sorry. Okay. Well, here's my card just in case, you know, if you ever need somebody. Right. So the first lady, I'm very particular about people coming in my space when I'm not there. Yes, yes and we talked about it a little bit for the hotel. Um, I think a hotel, like I didn't want, like, I don't use, I don't know if we did talk about it on the podcast, but I don't use like, um, housekeeping and my it was (laughs) leaking a little and I was just like, Nope, I'll fix it. I'll deal with it. You know, whatever. So anyway, so, um, it was really important for me to meet this dog walker. Um, so that, you know, if I kind of got a feel like, am I okay with them coming in our space? So right. we met the dog walker and I was fine and she walked him and then we tried to request her again and she had, I guess, like stopped working for WAG or maybe it just wasn't in the area or maybe it wasn't available, but we couldn't get the same dog walker. Right. And uh, so I was like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't really like anyone else that was showing up on the app. So I was like, well, let's try to call this lady. Uh, and so this lady, she ends up assigning this, uh, this dog walker named Susie that worked for, um, to us. And so we meet her, everything's great. And so then she like comes over and she would send us pictures every time she came to visit the dogs. And she always gave like these really like interesting or funny reports and stuff. And she just, you could tell that she just really loves dogs. Right. And, um, And so we just like really liked her. And so she ended up leaving that company and going out on her own. And now she just walks dogs on her own. And uh, so we just continued to use her this whole time. So there would be occasionally like one time we were on vacation and we got a UPS package. So we just texted her and was like, Hey, uh, can you swing by and get that package off our front porch? You know, and uh, sorry, (laughs) our dog isn't there, but, uh, we, you know, we'll, we'll give you $5 or whatever. If you just come by and get the package, you know? Right. And, uh, so it was funny. We ended up, I mean, asking her to do maybe like four or five things over the course of the last two years, Uh, but yeah. So we just luckily made a connection of someone that was we trusted to come by and help do stuff when we weren't around, you know? Right, right. So obviously, that's easier said than done because it was just kind of something we stumbled into. But it's actually funny that you
1: mentioned that though, because like you know, obviously my company, there's a lot of people who move around a lot too um yeah and we have individuals in our department who've moved from other places and like that ends up being like people rely so much on their dog <laughs> on their dog sitter um yeah and it's funny how they become kind of like a, a small part of your family um yeah and absolutely i, I listened to a podcast which i'll link to because it's a really cool podcast called mm-hmm. um two-headed girl and mm-hmm. um with with maddie cox and uh <laughs> Alex Cox um okay. that are spouses and um but Matt is a dog walker and mm-hmm. he was talking about actually they they both live in Chicago and so he was talking okay. about actually house sitting in this most recent one he was talking about house sitting in Boystown which of course you showed me mm-hmm. when we were in yep. Chicago and uh mm-hmm. talking about how awesome the neighborhood was and and how he really wants to live there and stuff like that so um yeah but I just think it's interesting it's like oh so you know when you're a dog sitter apparently that's like <laughs> mm-hmm. everybody loves you well,
0: <laughs> that's right well you know if they're dog people they're good people so there there's one that's thing, yeah yeah that, apparently that's and the then, thing <laughs> yeah and then uh yeah when we end up moving I uh sent her a text that was like hey I just wanted to let you know that my work is transferring me so we'll be moving and Um, you know, no pressure, but if you wanted to, if you want to come by and say bye to Major before we leave, you know, and it was weird because I started tearing up as I was texting her and it, and it makes no sense. You know, like I've, I've only met her in person once, but I mean, we've texted a lot, but I felt like her and Major have a bond and I really liked her and yeah, I felt like we were leaving her, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so um yeah, I start I got a little upset when I texted her and she did end up coming over and saying bye to Major and she was like, Oh, I'm gonna miss him. He's the best snuggler of all the dogs. Um Aww. you know so, Yeah, it was it was really sad, but um yeah. So I don't know. So I guess that was a really long way to answer your question, but uh <laughs> I think the internet helps with the social aspect and then uh you know, maybe you can find a dog walker to help you with all your other needs. <laughs>
1: yeah uh, i need to find a dog walker in my life mm-hmm. not for mm-hmm. i mean not because my dog needs to be walked but just because i need yeah. somebody to no i'm just kidding but that's yeah, actually good yeah, i mean yeah. that is a good um you know rule of thumb is like being able to find someone who you can rely on is important you know whenever you go yes like, and completely uproot your life <laughs> yes absolutely so um like, what has been the biggest challenge in these situations when you've moved? Like, what's been the hardest thing? Hmm.
0: Um, I would say with Chicago, probably, and this really wasn't that hard, but, um. Mm, well, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll come back to Chicago, but I can say that definitely I can already tell moving to Baltimore. The hardest thing has been trying to find a house because of the housing market right now.
1: Oh yeah. Um,
0: Like things, they come on the market and then they're gone within a couple days. If you don't make a bid and if you don't go see it and make an offer within like two or three days, you're probably not going to get it. And then we made an offer on a house and bid 30,000 over the listing price and still got beat oh my gosh yeah and there and buyers are asking that are demanding that um or sorry sellers are demanding that the buyers waive the right to inspection so now you're buying a house or people expect you to buy a house that you don't even know if there's something majorly wrong with it right um you're you're paying way over whatever the asking price is and inventory is going faster than you can probably ha- you know go look at it for right it. right so right now definitely the hardest part is just trying to find a house i just hope that we can find one in time you know before um i run out of uh temporary housing <laughs> i but, was
1: about to say is there like a limit on how long you get to stay where you are yeah i only get three months oh shoot yeah that's yeah. rough
0: and most of the time when you buy something, you've got uh, you to give the seller 30 days to get right, out. Right, right, exactly. So,
1: yeah, that's a little hard. But Do you, th- do you think... Uh, ha- have you guys thought about renting instead for the time being?
0: Yeah, we kind of have a little bit. The problem with renting is that if we rent, we lose out on some of my relocation benefits. Oh, um, okay. Because they'll pay closing costs. And then also, if we rent... Theoretically, we'll have to move eventually again. And then mm-hmm. so we would have to pay for the movers the oh, second time on gotcha. our own. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so I mean, it's not something. a huge deal, but.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> um. But we kind of thought because like we we kind we're we're in the city right now and we we want to hang out here a little longer. We don't think we want to live here long time, long term. Right. But um, we thought about yeah renting an apartment for just a little bit longer, just so we can have a little more of the city life and then try to find a house.
1: Right. But
0: yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's definitely the hardest part about Baltimore or Maryland. But Chicago was really. I mean. I don't know, like, it was, I can't remember, I mean, we were there for three years, but the, I didn't like, the thing I didn't like the most about it was, like, the way they, um, something about the way that they plan their roads and stuff, like, I always felt like the intersections were really complicated, and the, um, like, roads, you would, you would turn onto one road, and then have to turn, like, go across four lanes to try to get to the other way, you know, and stuff like that. Um, So logistically, I hated driving anywhere because I felt like the road design was not good. Right. Um, So I guess, you know, like trying to figure out where things are a little bit. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Chicago was really
1: easy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine that it's it's hard (laughs) to make that change. Yeah. But... But you're doing it and you're rocking it and that's amazing. And I'm just <laughs> so impressed yeah. and so proud yeah. that you're able to just yeah. like do that. Cause again, <laughs> I've had situations where I've not done that. And uh who knows how it would have how it would have been yeah. different. Um Yeah. But yeah, I am very I'm very impressed. And so I'm glad that you got to <laughs> to share some of your experience and knowledge with us today. I guess yes. uh as we close Is there like if you were going to give like one piece of advice to somebody who was like waffling on on making a big change in their life because of, you know, fear or logistical challenges or whatever. Mm -hmm. What advice would you have for them? I would say go for it because you can always go back. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, so try
0: it out and for a year or so or whatever, and just see how it is. And if you hate it, you can always move somewhere else, you're not stuck there forever. That's true, yeah. That's cool. so. I guess the next my next stop is the west coast.
1: <laughs> we still so go good. I came west from coast. the south, that's so much harder to get. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's true, that's true. But I started in the south, went to the midwest, now I'm on the east coast. Now I gotta go
1: to the west coast. Oh man. <sighs> I guess you got to do that to get all the full experience, but, uh, That's right. you know, maybe, maybe yeah. wait until I'm able to like leave for longer periods of time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. James
0: wants <laughs> to move to Colorado. He, he loves Colorado. We'll see. So, you know, I, this yeah. is what
1: will happen. You guys will move to Colorado. I will finally mm-hmm. get my MFA in, in the yep. Jack Kerouac school of its disembodied poetics. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I'll just like crash with you guys. Because then yep. I could go if there was somebody there that I knew. <laughs> That's right. See? It's perfect. <laughs> it is set up for you. Well, I love you, Stacy, and I appreciate you sharing your story with us tonight. Yeah, no problem. And I love you, too. And for all of our listeners, if you have any questions or have any feedback for us, please go to weeklybuddytime.com or go to facebook.com slash weeklybuddytime or Send us an email at weeklybuddytime at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to, like, record that and play that at the end of every episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's a good idea. Yeah, there we go. All right. Well, I will talk to you next week.
0: Okie dokie. Yeah. Bye. And bye. A Hoots Media production.
1: Hoots, 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 hoots,